Welcome to Salute to the Ears, where my family and I discuss everything Disney, from parks, food, and rides, to travel tips, movies, and more. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Salute to the Ears. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Erica. And we have been away for a bit. (laughs) It's been a little busy around here with the holidays and just lots of family stuff happening, lots of soccer. Like, we've been a little crazy. Yeah. So, it was a holiday break. Yeah. And now we're back. We do hope you have enjoyed your holidays and um, are wishing you a very happy new year as we walk into 2023. Which just still seems very weird to me to say any of the 20, like it just still blows my mind. I don't. Right. Because if you were born, like the people born in early 2000s are now old enough to drink. Shut your mouth. I can't. I can't. Like 2001, 2002. Stop it. Stop it. Um, Anyway. Happy New Year. We are wishing you a very magical New Year. In 2023, there is a lot of things happening when it comes to, to Disney and Disney parks and news right? and changes and things. And you have spent a lot of time the last couple of days going through and figuring out what is coming. Right. When it's coming. Right. <laughs> And why, in some cases. Uh-huh. And we want to break it down. Best we can. As best we can. That being said, this is all that's been announced so far. Right. This is this is all stuff that was set in place prior to the Bob Swap. <laughs> the Bob Swap. <laughs> so, with that being said. Is that like Wife Swap? Like what? Bob Swap. All I Bob can think swap. of is wife is wife swap. <laughs> and, so we're we're gonna go over Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. So we decided if we try and do all of Disney World in one show, it's going to be really long. It's either gonna be really long or we're not gonna actually get to talk about any of these things. It's right. just gonna be a listing of what's coming. And that's really boring and we don't want that for you. So Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, next episode, Epcot, and Resort Happening. Because there are quite a few things happening with resorts over this next year, which is really interesting to me. I'm excited to talk about some of those. Yeah, we may even throw a little Disney Springs in there, too. Yeah. There's definitely more things to talk about than just Epcot, for sure. And then Um, we're going to have a part three. We're going to have a part three because... We want to talk about the other side of the country. We want to talk about Disneyland. Yeah. So we're actually going to be going to Disneyland this year for the first time in a long, long time. Yeah. I mean, we were basically the kids' ages the last time either of us were out there. Right. So we're going to throw out some of the stuff that's happening in Disneyland this year. Really, another big reason is because... That's where the epicenter of the 100th anniversary for Disney is going to be. It's going to be in Disneyland. So let's dive in and go through the rundown of 
what is happening coming up in Disney World. Right. In Magic Kingdom, first and foremost. And the biggest part of that is the 100th anniversary. Right. It's it's going to be the end of the 50th. Right. And going straight into the 100th. Which the 100th is the 100th of Walt Disney animation. Walt Disney Studios. Studios. You know, so it is the birth of what all of this came out of, or right. all of the magic comes out of. It is partially from Kansas City, so that is like a huge aspect, you know, for us. Mm-hmm. We we love the fact that we have a connection here in Kansas City to Walt Disney, um, and having his studio here at one point. But this is. This is going to be interesting to watch them walk from the 50th of Disney World. Right. And it being specific only to Disney World to going into the 100th that is going to be celebrated essentially around the world. And in all the parks. I'm interested to see what lessons they have learned from the 50th. Because there were, there were a lot of people who were really unhappy with how the 50th was celebrated. And the lack of nostalgia that was incorporated mm-hmm. in it. From the stuff that's already leaking out for the 100th, specifically shows out at Disneyland, it seems like they were taking notes because it's going to be celebrating the whole 100 years, not just the last three. Right. The official date of the 100th is October 16th. And so right. keep that date in mind of like that's going to be a huge date when it comes to the 100th celebration because that's the official date. But this is actually going to start as of January 1 in Disneyland. It's going to really kick off in Disney World after the 50th ends. You're going to see a lot of information about it over the next year, Mm -hmm. year and a half. And I'm going to say this, that official date, October 16th, I'm going to, there's going to be things specifically for that day in the parks. Yeah. And it's going to be in all the parks. But that park, the parks on that day are going to be crazy because of that. They're going to be crazy because of that. And you know what stinks is that's a lot of fall break for a lot of schools right around that timeline. And so if you were thinking ahead to a fall break trip, heads up. Okay. Like, because we've done the fall break trip before and we understand the why. We get it. Parent-teacher conference weekend. You get a lot of districts that take off and have Mm -hmm. time off for teachers during that time it's usually the first big break in the semester you might want to just look at your timeline and see if that's going to be one of the days that it falls over and anticipate it's probably going to be pretty crowded yeah it's already become a busy weekend it's, it's, it's already a peak time now anyway that that time frame of when most people are getting off for that fall break is yeah it's it's Comparable to spring break. Heads up for October. Um, That's a big one. The one we have to talk about, we don't really want to talk about it because it's so controversial. There's a lot of opinions. Yep. We're talking timeline. Yep. And people on both sides are very strong and very passionate. So we're just going to kind of touch it as here's when it's happening. Here's Here's what's coming. Here's the timeline. Splash Mountain is going to officially close at Walt Disney World on January 23rd. Right. In a few days. Right. Now, <laughs> they have already started doing some stuff. Right. Like, we saw that they the were outside, painting. Like the painting, 
and it seemed like some of the animatronics weren't up. Like it seemed like there was missing some spots, like where Brer Rabbit was. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems like they've already kind of started going down that road. And then Tiana's Bayou Adventure is actually going to open up in late 2024. So we're talking almost two full years of it being down by the time you are, depending on how you define late 24, which could be anywhere from September or, you know, August to December, you're talking anywhere from like a 18, 20 month renovation to two years of, of that being down. Um, so again, heads up. Right. And Disney's track track record lately with construction isn't particularly good (laughs) since, I mean, Bye Bye Girl left and came back before Tron is <laughs> done. <sighs> so, <laughs> but speaking of Tron, we'll go ahead and throw Tron out there. Tron opens up this year. We we hope. It will. <laughs> it it should. The train started running through there. Yeah. And there's just minor things. They're saying spring of 23. and Which spring can be anywhere. I mean, they could be talking March 1st. Right. They could be talking May. We're not sure what the definition of spring is going to entail yet. But the fact that the train has started running already gives me hope right. that we are talking late February, early March, and pre-spring break. And they feel comfortable enough to throw national TV people on there. Because Good Morning America just did a thing. And there's oh, three of right. them, three of them riding around on it. If they feel safe enough to put them out there on it. Then it's close, and they're they've been basically running continuous tests on it to like yeah. see how it's doing. I think partially to make sure that they work out all the bugs, so you don't have another rise problem of it constantly Ugh. going down. That is is going to be interesting. So that is coming this spring. Mm-hmm. So if you have if you have spring break plans, do not count on Tron being open yet. No, I would like not. do not count on Tron being open if you have spring break plans. We will update you when we do have any dates or any right. announcements that come out but sometime this spring that is coming the other thing that is happening this spring is the end of the 50th celebration which started in october of last year october of 21 is an 18 month um or almost 18 month endeavor going from october 1 of 2021 mm-hmm. all the way to march 31st of 2023 and with it ending, it marks the ending of one of their shows, Enchantment, mm-hmm. which opened up when the 50th, uh, when 50th started. That's right. when Enchantment started. And when they originally, that show was, oh, it has nothing to do. It just, it was a good time to start it. And they said it really didn't have anything to do with the anniversary Well, now they're kind of backtracking that a little bit. And once the anniversary ends, it marks the beginning or the return of something else. And this will make you happy. I am so, so happy about this. But I am also really nervous about this. The return of Happily Ever After. So this was the fireworks show at um, Magic Kingdom that was happening before the 50th. Before COVID, you had the Happily Ever After fireworks show. And... I loved Wishes, which was before it, but Happily Ever After has probably been my favorite out of all of the nighttime shows. The only thing Enchantment had me on was when they updated 
and added the quotes from Walt. Right. The beginning part. Those made me cry. I'm super excited that Happily Ever After is coming back. However, we're hearing that it's going to include the same music, but like a new show. Right. So like what part of the new music or is it going to be new? Are we replacing some of the classics? Like we don't know how that's going to play out yet as far as like right. it's not how going that show's to, gonna look. It's not going to be the exact same happily ever after that was there before. Right. Which it's, I'm actually ha- there it right. needed to be updated. Right. It's same music, but updates to the projections, which I'm guessing is also gonna be going up and down Main Street. Yeah, that'll be nice. Because they didn't spend all that money right. to do no. that to not incorporate it. To not it. incorporate it, yeah. And then maybe some different fireworks. Because Enchantment actually had more fireworks than Happily Ever After did. Yeah, it did. It definitely had more, was focused more on the projections and um, and the kind of the laser show part of it than it did the uh, fireworks aspect mm-hmm. of it. I do, I do end up liking, like, I have liked both of them. Right. And for different reasons... You know, there are a lot of similarities and there's a lot of crossover, but I'm sorry, Jordan Fisher is the voice of Happily Ever After and needs to remain the voice of the yeah. of the nighttime fireworks show. No, he nailed it. He nailed it. It's just, it's the perfect combination of magic and with a touch of nostalgia and... I don't know. It's it's always been my favorite. I'm super excited that it's coming back. But I am a little nervous about how much of it is coming back. Is it? They have to incorporate some of the old show. I don't think it would be some of the, like, the parts that people liked. Like, and the part that pops up to my head is there's a couple of them. Of, like, the pirates part where it looks like the castle's on fire and the pirates oh, music's going. And then... Uh, the tangled stuff. Yes. I mean that, and that may just be our family. We just it, it hits <laughs> us. But yeah, those are two of our favorite ones. This is going to again be end up being another controversial thing for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. The end, like there was so much controversy over enchantment to begin with. There was so much about like how much new IP was in there versus the classics. There's going to be so much. Here's here's my thing is I'm like, just don't yuck on somebody else's yum, okay? Right. Like, we all have our opinion about it. We all have different reasons for liking different parts of it. All we know right now is that we can tell you that once Enchantment is done with the end of the 50th is that there is a version of Happily Ever After coming. That's all we know. For sure. So, right. um One of the other big things that's supposed to be coming to Magic Kingdom, and this has actually been rumored coming for a long time, a lot of people thought this was actually coming for the 50th, and it's going to be a little bit of an update to Haunted Mansion, which they don't update the classics very often. This is a good update, This though. is a good update, and it's the Hatbox Ghost, which is currently seen out at Disneyland, is getting put into Haunted Mansion and Disney World. So this, the Hatbox Ghost exists at the end of when you first enter into the graveyard scene, Correct. Uh, I think. I think. So I'm curious if curious that will where be they put it where they here. put it, if that's going to be the same. There was, 
the way that they have ended up being able to design this, and I believe it's in the, is it in the Imagineering Story documentary? I think it is. I think it is. Um, I think there's something about it in one of the documentaries about creating the Hatbox Ghost and how they created it and how they were able to basically use a really old style of technology mm-hmm. to make it happen in an updated way and and make it flip, you know, and go from the ghost having a head to the head being in the hat box. And this is going to be, I think it's going to be a good update, but it's one that I don't know that it's going to be a, like, if you know, you know, mm-hmm. kind of update. But like, if you don't know that it wasn't there, you it won't, won't know. Anything. Yeah. You, you won't have it won't any. It won't be that big of a deal. It's a bigger deal, I think, because we get, there's people who are, diehard Disney World people and people who are diehard Disneyland people. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that the diehard Disneyland people would say, well, our haunted mansion's better because we have the Hatbox Ghost. Well, as soon as it was announced that it was going to Disney World, Disneyland people were not happy. <laughs> so, Man, we are some emotional people, us Disney people. It's Yeah, we have our things that we, we have- stick to and don't change them. We have we we love it so much. We have big opinions about it, um, big emotions, big, just big feels. We have big feels about all of these things because we love it so much. Um, the okay, so there is a big difference between Disneyland and Disney World haunted mansions that is going to remain the same and is not going to change anytime soon. And that's the fact that you walk through part of the haunted mansion at Disneyland right. that you ride through at Disney World. So. That's not changing. You still have a different ride. Like, it's still a different experience going to land versus world. There are different aspects to each of the buildings. So, they're both great. Yep. I've done both of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm excited to do them again coming up this summer. But one thing I am really sad that we are probably going to miss out on this winter. Mm-hmm. Maybe, just maybe, we can make it to something. <laughs> But there are going to be new after hours events coming back right to multiple parks. Yep. Um, but the ones that are coming back to Magic Kingdom are kind of fun. They're right now they're scheduled January through April. They're on select days. It kind of varies a little bit. So the price range for these events, it varies of uh, 135 up to $159. Yeah, but they include some snacks and drinks. That's usually your ice cream treats, like the ones that are in the cart. So your Micadillo bars or Mickey, Mickey premium, premium ice, ice cream bars. bars, your ice cream sandwiches, your sodas, popcorn. So there's snacks and stuff too. Mm-hmm. And it's like handing them out fruit bars, mm-hmm. like the frozen fruit bars. Like, as much as you want, they'll give you during that time. Now, these are themed, though, aren't they? No. These ones these aren't are, themed. These are just going to be after-hours after after-hours event. And they're three hours long, and they're limited, like, much more limited than, like, a Mickey's Not So Scary or Mickey's Very Merry. They're limited, so you can, like, really ride rides mm-hmm. if that's what you want to do. And there's not, like, special parades or themed parades, like there is in those other events. This is strictly, Which you is, get three hours to of low crowds. 
this is part of the reason why you're getting like the snacks and the drinks and the stuff that is included is because you're not getting the other entertainment aspects that you get with some of the other parties and ticketed events. Right. So, and it's with those events, you also have like specialty treats you have to go and buy. Mm -hmm. This one, it's, it doesn't have that necessarily. It's right now, it's just those. It's like, if you've ever seen like a, where the Moonlight Magic events mm-hmm. and stuff for like DVC members, that's basically what it is. Only it's going to cost you $135 to $159. A person. A person. Which, when you're already spending at least that much money per person for the whole day, right, feels like, well, why am I, right, why am I spending that for three hours? No. But I think that's something that's good, especially if like, that's maybe maybe that's your arrival day, mm-hmm. and you don't want to buy a full day ticket. You know, you can be like, you know what? Maybe I'll just get the after hours event that day, mm-hmm. and I'll still knock out a lot of the rides at Magic Kingdom, and then I don't have to when it's ever my actual Magic Kingdom day. I'm not so stressed out about trying to ride everything and do all the things. Yeah, I think we definitely figured out this last time that splitting it up a little bit more between those parks right. helps. Yeah, although I'll throw this one tip out. Kind of watching the times, especially through the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party, like those days and the days of the Christmas parties, the wait times in Magic Kingdom on those days is pretty stinking low. You can get a lot of stuff knocked out. and I've always been on the... Well, if we're going to the party that day, let's not go to that park that day. It might be worth it because then you can actually enjoy a bunch of this stuff at the parties. Do you get in early on these the same way you do for the other parties? I'm not for sure. I'm not for sure. I didn't we'll see any. I didn't see anything about it when I was looking it up. Because what just, I'm wondering, like you know how normally you get like for Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, it starts at seven, but you get in starting at like four. four. Right. But I'm wondering if there is enough of a time difference between when they kick people out for having yeah. a regular day ticket and when this starts. Yeah, if, I don't know. We'll I'll find to, out we'll soon. We'll have to look into that. Um, find out soon. They start first couple or like the first week of January. Speaking of after hours events, though. Mm-hmm. We are anticipating, we do not have official dates yet, we do not have official announcements on these yet, but we are anticipating the return of Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party in August, September, October. Right. And the return of some version of A Very Merry Christmas Party in November and December. Right. They're going to be some kind of after-hours event, ticketed event for both of those holidays. They make way too much money <laughs> off Halloween and Christmas to not have something. Yeah. Whether they're exactly the same as they've been here in the past, or if they're going to change, we don't know, but there will be something. Yeah. So those are the main big things. Changes, updates, right. timelines. Right. Um, pieces we're anticipating for... Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom. Right. Let's talk about Hollywood Studios because we just had a big announcement for this come out. The big announcement that came out at Hollywood Studios is Rock and Roller Coaster is going to be down, not for their normal maintenance, but refurbishment from the end of February clear up until the summer 
of, the, of 2023. They don't even have a official date of when it's reopening. That one, that scares me because we have a lot of other construction things happening right. at the same time still. Things that are still going on, like how, how <laughs> define summer, Bob, right. please. Right. Josh, please define summer. But nobody seems to know why it's going down versus like being down for a normal, like, hey, we need to paint, we need to update, right. like we need to it, clean it, like it's going to be down for a month. Right. This could be something as simple as, like, last year when uh, Expedition Everest was down. And they just needed to, like, kind of smooth it out a little bit and update the programming. Mm -hmm. This could be something as simple as that. It could be something as big as for re-theming the inside with a new band. Come yeah. on, Powerline. <laughs> I do think Powerline would be a great, a great way to change that out and allow it to be ip versus a band that they're a gonna have band to change out. they're gonna have to change out every few years like or run into the problem like they're running into now and universal owns the rights to aerosmith mm -hmm. and having to pay them who knows who knows what they're doing they haven't come out and said what they're doing they just set this down for some maintenance and refurbishment so again so sorry, folks, if you are planning to go anytime this spring, Rock and Roller Coaster is going to be down beginning February, end of February. End of February. That's all we, we don't yeah. have a defined date for that. However, this mm -hmm. spring, the Toy Story Land is getting a nice little update. Right. And the opening of the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue Restaurant is coming. Right. This spring, but again, still don't have a defined date. We know it's coming this spring, though. They've it's, done a lot of progress. It's it's close. They've shown, they've let some pictures out, like on Instagram and stuff, of what the inside looks like. Mm -hmm. And it was supposed to open up in 2022. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, another one that's been running behind. I think they want to get this sucker open. Because back in Toy Story Land, they're just, there's nothing back there to one get you out of the sun mm -hmm. and two like an actual sit-down restaurant yeah there isn't a sit-down restaurant and i do think that's an issue because there's there's not even anyone really close to there either no um and there just there aren't a lot of places through there to even have an opportunity to like sit and rest and like and again the sun oh man i i still can't believe they haven't like popped out some some of those like high duty sales or anything yeah, anywhere along there. I know. There. Um, and it's, they're trying to keep to the theming. They're hoping some of the vegetation and stuff grows up to give it some shade, and which very well could happen because that's what happened to Animal Kingdom. Mm -hmm. I can remember those first few years that that sucker was open. It was like rocking on the surface of the sun. It was yeah. hot. I am excited about this. I'm, <laughs> I'm nervous though because again, we're from Kansas City. We know yeah. really good barbecue. Right. So we don't have anticipations of this being like really great barbecue, like being amazing. But I am hopeful that it will be good in a way that draws people in and wanting to eat there. It's, besides just the theming. I'm nervous about the barbecue. And I'm nervous about the like artist renderings that I've seen. And it's going to, it's going to be loud and chaotic in there. Mm-hmm. And... Because there's not a lot of windows with it. And I'm just, 
I'm afraid like someone like me, I'm going to go in there. I'm not going to have a clue what anybody's saying just because of all the noise that's bouncing around in that place. You may have some of the features that are on the walls, though, that help to dampen some of the, the sound yeah, within there. Be. You know, you're not just talking just slick, solid walls. No. Um, no. So I'm, I'm hopeful with that. Uh, Hollywood Studios is hard sometimes as far as, like, it is hard sometimes as far as, like, the updates and the timelines of what's happening at Hollywood Studios because you do have so many big, huge thrill rides. We did just have the return of Fantasmic, which is mm-hmm. a huge crowd eater in the evenings right. and super helpful as far as wait times and things like that throughout the park. But having a ride down is going to affect some of your wait times with other rides. Oh, absolutely. Particularly some of those other roller coasters like Slinky Dog Dash. Um, Tower of Terror Tower is going to go gonna even be... more through the roof. Right, because they're the only two things right down there. And again, Fantasmic opening is a huge help there. In the evenings. In the evenings as far as, you know, time. But one of those things you may consider is that Hollywood Studios is also going to have after hours events, ticketed mm-hmm. events, just like Magic Kingdom is going to other nights um similar price point yep exactly. similar like ex- like it's the same exact setup right snacks and drinks available three hours this may be something to really consider especially the first half of the year um this you know while they're going on january through april when you've got some of the stuff that's down mm-hmm. and uh being able to experience some of these other rides without waiting an hour and a half plus. It's during peak times right now, Hollywood studios is insane. Like right now is a peak time and I took a peek at the times today and there were five rides that were 130 minute plus waits. I just, I can't even process that. I don't know that we've ever, have we ever waited that long for, for a ride in the last, like, I don't know that we have. It's. I don't know what the solution is to this, but it definitely makes me want to try to hit one of those after-hours events so you can hit those rides mm-hmm. for that reason. I think Hollywood Studios, more than any other park, it is now about the rides. Yes. You don't have... I mean, you got some shows there, but it's not as much about the entertainment and the atmosphere as what it used to be, and it's definitely not compared to... Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom and everything. Right. Well, and I, I think you have this aspect of some of those shows just don't have the same draw that they had before. I don't know. I feel yeah. like it, it's just hard. It's just, it's changing. It's hard. There's right. definitely places within the park itself that could be updated and changed that aren't open. Right. That, you know, would help eat some of those crowds. Um, Little Mermaid show. Yeah, that whole area over back Animation over there. Courtyard. And, yeah, it's they need to do something with it because that's a lot of wasted space. And it's I think, and which was kind of gonna go into where I was gonna go to next. Of we don't know of really any other plans for Hollywood Studios at this right. point. 
my gut tells me we're probably going to hear some stuff going on, particularly in that area we were just talking about, mm -hmm. uh, with like Launch Bay and what used to be the Little Mermaid and Disney Junior, and mm -hmm. I think something is going to happen back in there. But we don't yeah. know. Because the like, Little Mermaid, I mean, that's a decent-sized theater space. It is. That is empty right now. Right. I mean, it's not being used at all. So there is a lot that I think we're going to see come out of Hollywood Studios. So we don't have any other major timeline things to give you for this year. Right. For Hollywood Studios, other than Rock and Roller Coaster being down, the restaurant opening in Toy Story Land, and these after-hours events coming up this first part of the year. Beyond that, it's it's a free-for-all. And so right. my hope is we get some of these other projects done, like Tron. Um, Epcot. Epcot. Like, you get some of these bigger projects done, and we can throw some effort back into yeah, right. Hollywood Studios. Right. And that's I think that's one of the things a lot of people are hoping for with you're coming back, is more love is going to be shown to the parks, specifically Disney World. Mm-hmm. Because it feel like it feel it kind of feels like it's been been neglected for the last few years. Other than the prep for the fiftieth, right? And the fiftieth didn't live up to what it was supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, but part of that was COVID. Part of it was COVID. You're right. Like there's some of that that they just couldn't do anything about. Right. This is there really is a lot more things coming. Right. Um, we know that there will be more announcements throughout the year about different events, about different happenings. We want to know what you guys have planned coming up. What are you wanting to see? What are you hoping is going to be announced? And what are you most looking forward to that we have already talked about that is coming out? Are you team happily ever after is basically my big question. Yeah, I think that's most people. <laughs> I don't think Enchantment got a fair shake like from the get-go. Yeah. I, I think Disney did that, did that to themselves with bad camera work and then they put it live like it was just bad angles and it just it wasn't a good show that translated to they had bad angles we talked about this like their camera guys when enchantment came out they showed it on disney parks live right right and nobody liked how it came across with the cameras like they did yeah. a bad job with editing and angles they did the same thing with harmonious and well, a huge part of that, that was the fact that the sound and the show itself didn't line up. Right. And then you have that on top of so many people were upset that Harmonious was leaving that I don't think there's nothing Enchantment could have done really to really gotten a fair shake, I think. I know there are people who really like Enchantment, and I don't necessarily mind it. I just I think it was hard. I to... didn't know that when we talked about it earlier that you were harboring so many feelings about bad big camera feel... work. <laughs> bad camera work. Big feels about the bad camera angles and the like it's... unfair shake that Enchantment got. Um, see what did I tell you? Lots of big feels. Lots of big feels. Because we love so deeply all things Disney. Hey, we're gonna get going also and get ready for our next episode which is going to be the second part of this series right. of 2023 and include all of our information about what's coming up in epcot right and the resorts so make sure you like follow and share uh you can find us on twitter and instagram mm -hmm. and that's salute to the ears 
And with that, we're going to go out and say, find your joy. And have a magical week. Thank you.